Hello and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. In case you haven't been paying attention, the Biden administration's federal government has been spending money in a way that even drunken sailors would say, whoa, you guys are out of control. Now, we can't expect Congress to rein in the Biden administration on the spending, and it's out of control, and there's no question about it, and it creates an existential threat to our Constitution. In fact, if you look at the history of how major civilizations have failed, financial collapse has always been a key element of that failure, and that's exactly what the United States is looking at. Now, how do we do something about it with the, before we get to the midterm elections? Well, we do it through the states, and there's some specific actions that we can take, and specifically, we'll go with nullification. Now, nullification is a tried-and-true doctrine that is completely constitutional, and here's the application of it. Congress is only allowed to do certain specific numerated things at the federal level. And we see those things detailed out in Article I, Section 8 of the Constitution. And it's made clear when we talk about the, uh, the, the, the Supremacy Clause that the Constitution is supreme over the states, but only as to those powers granted in the Constitution and nothing further. Now, to make the point abundantly clear so that no mistake can be made, the Bill of Rights was passed to clarify the role of government. And in particular, we can look at the Ninth and Tenth Amendment as regards to the doctrine of nullification. Here's what the Ninth Amendment says. The enumeration of the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. And the Tenth Amendment the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. And here's what that means. What that means is that the federal government only has limited and defined powers, and outside of that, they're beyond their scope of authority. And it's within the states to interpose themselves should the federal government overstep those boundaries and violate what is, in essence, a contract. Now, we see the first instance of that by Thomas Jefferson and James Madison when they issued something called the Virginia Resolutions, the Kentucky Resolutions, and the Report of 1800 in response to an act passed during the Adams administration called the Alien and Sedition Acts. And this specifically just said, hey, in our state, you can't do these things. You can't enforce these laws. Now, we've seen that carried forward all the way through to today. And we see now 14 states have passed uh, various laws dealing with marijuana that, that essentially prohibit the federal government from uh, legislating in that area. So, you know, if you're one to roll up a J and get down to some Snoop Dogg, well, you can thank Thomas Jefferson and James Madison for the right to do that in your state. Now, seven other states have passed specific laws that have uh, uh, prohibited the application of federal firearms laws uh, in those states. Tennessee was done 10 years ago, and guess what? They still have roads, they still have schools, all of those things still happen. Now, states can get even more active uh, in pushing back using the doctrine of nullification by employing something called the escrow bill doctrine. What this doctrine says is this, hey, 
We can't trust the federal government to limit themselves to the spending contained in Article 1, Section 8. So what we're going to do is have a law in our state that says, hey, citizens of our state, do not send your federal tax dollars to Washington, D.C. Instead, send it to the treasurer of the state in which you live. The state legislature will then meet and determine what funds are properly payable to the federal government to perform just the limited duties under Article 1, Section 8 of the government and remit in pro rata uh, percentage of population to the U.S. those funds that are just applicable to Article 1, Section 8 duties to the federal government with the balance being then returned back to the taxpayers of that state. The federal government understands and tries to operate with the construct that they get the money and they get to then dole out and choose what the states get. What the states need to do if they're going to push back and enforce the constructs of our Constitution is say, wait a second, that's not how this works. Federal government, you work for us. And, and the states have to put the federal government in its proper place. And until that happens, we're going to see a federal government that just continues to run amok at all levels. So this is how uh, citizens, we can get involved in this process right now to get our states to push back against federal overreach. So don't just know your Constitution. Live it. This has been Liberty News Hour. Please visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic, as well as other critical information. Please share this with others.